0: The Task Management and Time Blocking Podcast, Episode 3. When your task management system fails, you may feel a sense of, of letdown. You wanted it to work perfectly, but here you are looking at a reality you never intended. Most of us would feel some negative emotions like guilt or shame. But there's another approach to take altogether, which is based on a new way to think about these failures, What if there were a way to be empowered rather than defeated that has nothing to do with positive thinking? Tune into this episode of the Task Management and Time Blocking Podcast as we solve this challenging problem together. Welcome to the Task Management and Time Blocking Podcast. And welcome back. And if you're new to our podcast, you may not know that we actually follow a format where we attempt to solve a tricky, challenging, or sticky problem in the area of task management and time blocking. So we define the problem in the first part of the podcast, kind of lay it out, and then look at some possible solutions. In this particular episode, I'll be the one who's doing pretty much all the work, and there's no, no guests today. And I'll be taking you through our analysis of the problem and some of the solutions that we've come up with here at Schedule U and Two Time Labs. So, let's start with a story. Dejected. Mike realizes that his task management has failed again. This time, he forgot to pick up his daughter, Michelle, from the playground, and by the time he got there, she was sitting all alone on the swings, Crying nothing like this had happened in years she seemed to get over it soon enough but he lay awake that night racked by feelings of guilt he remembered a few occasions when he felt neglected as a child and consequently he had promised himself never to do this to his kids and yet well here he was Maybe he needed to resume his appointments with his therapist to get at some of the underlying issues that he had with his parents. Or maybe he needed some additional motivation and a personal development seminar that had pumped him up a few years ago You know, came to mind. Maybe he should go back to one of those seminars. Or did he need a refresher in task management to go over some of the, in, the, 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 the core ideas he had learned Again, that was a few years ago. Did he need a refresher? All of these solutions obviously had some merit, but which was the right one to invest his additional time, money, and energy? He, he just wasn't sure. So let's talk about the problem that Mike faces. And maybe you could relate to some degree Have you ever felt that there are things that indicate a lack of task management happening in your life? It could be that you are feeling or experiencing, um, let's call them unwanted symptoms that you thought you had gotten over. Like for example, forgetting to do important, pretty basic commitments, like picking up your daughter from the playground. You know, big commitment, high stakes, forgot. And what does it mean that to Mike that he forgot? So maybe you may relate that all of a sudden, there's an element of chaos in your task management, whereas before, you felt as if you were in control. And maybe it's a new kind of chaos. So Mike hadn't felt that feeling of... of um incompetence, he hadn't forgotten anything as important than that in 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 a long long long, long time. but you know he could remember the times when that happened, but this was a a, a like a, a return of that ha- practice or that result, that outcome that he thought probably thought would never ever happen again because. Given the work he had done on himself with his therapist and the seminar and the training in task management, he thought, probably thought he was way beyond that. And here it was coming back at him. Well, if he didn't do something about it, and this is why it was on his mind, who knows what else he would manifest? What else would he forget to do? Like something important on the job? Could he endanger the well-being of other Members of his family or his friends, could he get himself fired? It's not the kind of thing, problem, or the kind of situation that you can easily set aside and pretend as if nothing is happening. Although there are some people who do do that, you know. If you look at your your own your own situation, when these episodes happen and something comes up that tells you or indicates that something. Under, underlying sort of your everyday activity is off or not working sometimes your first thought might be "Boy, maybe it'll just fix itself if I don't take care of it that may not be your conscious thought but that may actually be what we do we just think this will fix this will eventually right itself this will eventually this is a one-off this won't repeat itself it's not a systematic problem it's not a trend it's just something that happened and it's maybe just bad luck Sometimes maybe it is. The other solutions that he's looking into are some of the ones that we go into. We, we sometimes think that there must be a psychological basis. You leave your child at the playground and you're reenacting your parents' behavior and subconsciously he could go down that, you know, that particular uh, rabbit hole. You may think that you, you're, you're not... Uh, excited and enthusiastic enough about raising Michelle that you lack motivation and that you needed to tap into kind of a deeper purpose or a deeper meaning something that you would bring the idea of picking her up from the playground to top of mind above the other things that are going on so that you would never even think of forgetting or maybe there's a, a you need to return to the ideas that you had learned in the task management program and double down on them and work harder at trying to implement them because you hadn't implemented them properly before because here you are forgetting to do something important and that was at the very heart of what you had learned not to do and that a sign of success was, was having these important things get done They wouldn't fall through the cracks the way this did so maybe maybe you needed to go back and and take the course again and redo what you had learned but you know he was also worried that there are other people that he saw who had had the problem problems like this who didn't deal with them effectively and it wasn't that they were bad people. It's just that they didn't know what to do. So some went on vacation, thinking that that would help. Some, you know, changed relationships, found another a new new boyfriend or a new girlfriend because they thought that was that was the problem. Some went and got new jobs, thinking, well, it was the stress of the work that they were doing that was causing this. And they would try to, almost like from his point of view. Thrash around trying different solutions, none of which actually got to the source of anything because they didn't actually solve anything. Matter of fact, they, they, they only got worse because they just didn't know what to do. Tried all the wrong things and the wrong things, if anything, added to the problem rather than help to fix it. But, so here he was, you know, he finds himself exactly in that same position. He doesn't know what to do. And maybe you don't, as you look at some of the challenges that have come up in your task management. And when you're in this spot, it can be pretty painful and it can be pretty confusing. Something important is at stake. You thought you had already dealt with it. You thought you had the answers and now you're clear that you don't. And you know, if he could, if he, if he were listening, if Mark were listening to this podcast, he would hope to at least get some idea of what he's dealing with. Maybe you're in that position also maybe you just want a sense of what what is the nature of the return of these what we call unwanted symptoms so if you're here in front of me i would ask you know does this resonate with you at all do you have any of this experience do you have symptoms which you thought you had gotten rid of and what are some of the symptoms that you may May, may resonate a bit with you. I'm just going to read off a list. Uh, missed deadlines. There is clutter, either digital clutter or physical clutter. There is the indecision, that feeling of not being able to move forward because you can't decide. Multitasking, trying to do several things at once and therefore not doing any of them particularly well and maybe even putting the well-being of others at risk if it's something like texting while driving. Distractions, not being able to focus the way you want. Uh, having an, a life that's not balanced and therefore maybe burning out. Feeling a new level of stress in important relationships, maybe with your manager or your spouse, parent, children waking up in the middle of the night, just remembering to do things. You know, there was a moment for Mike, not in the middle of the night, but there was a moment when he was driving home and all of a sudden he remembered that Michelle needed to be picked up and that he was the one to pick her up. And that was our last commitment. You know, something that fell through the cracks. But it came as a panic when he remembered it, even though he was driving on the highway. But for some people, so some, some folks... There's, you know, you're falling asleep at night at 12 and you're all of a sudden you wake up out of your sleep with a commitment that you needed to have completed or a task you needed to have done the day before and you just totally forgot. And now the sweat starts, the, the, the heart, your heart's beating, your palms feel sweaty because the consequences of not, not doing that task are now in your mind. And there's also, you know, what happens with your inbox, your email inbox. If you're someone who's typically in control of your email, I know this happens to lots of managers. They're they're always able to experience either the zero inbox, which is to take their inbox and empty it periodically. Or they're the next best thing. They manage the, the amount of email that they've not processed at a minimum, they're able to keep it at a minimum, they get promoted and all of a sudden, with 10 people reporting to them, they can't manage. And before they know it, they have a 1,000 unread emails or 5,000 unprocessed emails in their inbox, waiting for them to come back and do something about them. So these are all what I call unwanted symptoms or Let's give them an even harsher word, defects. So a defect occurs when some result doesn't meet your expectation or level of commitment. So you have a a, a promise to produce at a particular result. You're not able to do it for whatever reason. And it's a defect. It's an unwanted result. So in the world of task management, we talk about unwanted symptoms that whenever any of these defects show up and i'm going to put them in the show notes they're a sign of something now most of us take them as a make them personal they're a sign of my competence or a sign of my being a victim or a sign of my boss is doing it to me or i'm under pressure because my family situation isn't right or my fat whatever it may be but I want you to consider that a defect taken in the pure sense of the word which is that it's an unmet expectation a defect can actually be a sign of further improvement it's like an early warning sign it's an indication that You need to focus on making some changes. Now, it's not the case that someone is outside judging you and telling you that you need to do something different. It's you monitoring yourself, you evaluating yourself, you looking at yourself and deciding, hmm, there's something, some standard I'm not, that I've set that I'm not meeting. So you've assessed the problem correctly, but now the next step is that maybe there's nothing wrong. Maybe it's just a sign of improvement. What do I mean by that? Well, I'm gonna introduce you to a cycle that afflicts every single human being who engages in task management, which basically is every single capable human being, every functioning human being because we human beings, by virtue of the limits of our psychology and physiology and the nature of the universe, we make promises to do things in the future and then we have a very difficult challenging time to fulfill them. If you remember we covered this back in episode one. So you have a very difficult time challenging uh, or keeping track of these commitments that you make to yourself. So let's set that aside and just say that that's true. By the way, in a future episode, we'll talk about psychological objects, which is what makes, that's what characterizes eight tasks and these promises that we make to ourselves that we call time demands. Okay? They're psychological objects, so they behave differently than physical objects or digital objects. Okay, so when you undertake an improvement cycle, here's what typically happens. You make some changes, kind of changes you've been making ever since you were a teenager. That change allows you to manage more tasks effectively. So you move from this level to that level. You're more capable. The natural human tendency of being more capable is that you add more tasks to your commitments so if you had 100 tasks and you are struggling because you really could only manage 50 you increased your capacity to manage more tasks to 200 it's only natural that you would start to increase the number of tasks that you can manage and this is all happening subconsciously by the way And that number of tasks you would increase would just keep going up and up and up and up and up and up happily and you're happy you're enjoying life you're more capable you're doing more than you ever did you have fewer errors than you've ever experienced there are few or no unwanted symptoms life is good until it's not and what makes it not good well you're tendency to add more and more and more tasks eventually hits your new capability, your new level of capability, your new level of capacity. So tell a story from the beginning. You used to be able to manage 50 tasks and all of a sudden you had 100. You increased your capacity by making some changes to 200 and the number of tasks that you could manage you kept adding more and more and more and more from hundred to 150 to 175 life is good all the way up to 199 and life was great and the minute the number of tasks exceeded 199 200 and the number of tasks you're trying to manage went above your level of capacity. Guess what happens? The instant that happens, these unwanted symptoms return. So, it's not all bad that you have these unwanted symptoms come back. That all of a sudden you're feeling inbox overflow, overwhelm, losing track of commitments, waking up in the middle of the night or in the middle of another activity to remember an activity that you forgot, feeling stress in your relationships, having a life that's unbalanced or burning out, um, feeling distracted, engaging in multitasking, not being able to make decisions, um, seeing clutter around you and missing deadlines. That while these are unwanted, they aren't bad they're actually a sign of growth. And imagine what would it be like to always accept the notion that these unwanted symptoms are always lurking in the background of my life that I'm always adding tasks. And as I add more tasks, the human thing to do, eventually these tasks will surpass my capacity and the minute they surpass my capacity i'll experience these unwanted symptoms all over again if you could see that as just part of the mechanism of task management for human beings an inescapable aspect of what we're trying to do by managing tasks or time demands if you could see us inescapable then maybe there's no room for guilt or shame and the negative feelings. Maybe it's just like a flag, an warn- a early warning sign that it's time to seek further capacity. And Maybe you could stand away from it and say, oh, look, look at that, I need to increase my capacity once again, I need to find some ways to improve. And maybe it's just an opportunity, it doesn't mean anything in terms of you, your personality, your humanity, or any aspect of who and what you are as a person. Maybe it has more to do with the mechanism that you've inherited as a human being that you can't escape from. And if you could own it, maybe there's a possibility that you could actually master that moment and find some ways to move beyond it. I'll come come back in a few minutes and do a little wrap up and um, see you back here uh, on the podcast in just a couple of seconds. During this episode, did you wonder how many of these unwanted symptoms are forced upon you by the company that you work for? If so, here's a clip from the next episode. Not having, in many cases, really a good understanding how to protect yourself from from all these threats, the decision many companies are doing is, closing up. Let's close the tools. Let's limit the tools. Let's limit what people or how people can move information among the tools. And it's making work more challenging. That's from my upcoming episode with Augusto Pinaud. And if you want to leave a comment about this episode or any aspect of the work that we're doing here at the Task Management and Time Blocking Podcast, you can go over to www.replytofrancis.info and send me either a message uh, by text or send me a voice message, a voice note. And as you probably know, we have a couple of places that you can interact with other people, talk about this episode. One is at the community, mightytaskers.scheduleu.org and you'll see the link in the show notes. And the other, of course, is our upcoming task management and time blocking summit coming up in March two outstanding opportunities to interact with other people about the ideas that you've heard on this podcast or any of the other episodes that are coming up. And if you'd like to support the work we're doing, I invite you to click on the Patreon link below to make a donation. And please don't forget to like our show and recommend it to others on iTunes, Stitcher, Google, or whatever podcast app or service you're using. This is Francis Wade. I'm signing out. I hope to see you on a future episode and until then take care and all the best, see you later